Loving you is easy cause you're beautiful. Dootin dootin doo doo. Looks like we are in episode number five without Steve. Yeah, Steve is uh, playing youth basketball with some five-year-olds. Yeah, he's, uh, he's dominating some kids, you know. Yeah. Rejections are brutal, man. That's right. So we figured we'd take this opportunity and do a little uh, Jeremy and Jared episode for however long it's going to last. Uh, <laughs> aren't you guys lucky? So, Jeremy, big news of the day. Since since we finally get somebody here that's got Chicago Bears socks on, we can talk some sports and, and things of the like. Sports. Hooray, sports. Let's talk about Dominican Sue signing with the Miami Dolphins. What do you think? What's your, what's your opinion on that? You know, I mean, they're an irrelevant team. Uh, they're coming up. I got to say, the, the Dolphins are coming up. A AFC East action. You know, they need a villain on their team. I mean, they got rid of a couple <laughs> of them. So it's Out with incognito in the Sioux. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're just supporting the team culture right there. That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, really, who gives a shit? I mean, but what, what does this mean for the Bears? That we don't have to play them twice a year. Exactly. That's all good for me and my team. I feel bad because my cousin Jason's a huge Lions fan. My dad's a huge Lions fan. And that was, you know, they're arguably their best defensive player. And it sucks that when your best defensive player leaves for another town. Well, aside from Fairley, I mean... He is their best defensive player. Exactly. Plus, he would stomp on Rodgers a couple times. Exactly. Year, which it's is all good. good. Yeah. And although he would hurt Cutler, which I yes. know brought a tear to your eye every but, single time it happened. <laughs> Shut up. I love Jay Cutler. But like, every time they were playing the Andamakan Sue, uh, uh, like highlight reels and stuff, every highlight reel they ever showed was just him like murdering Jay Cutler every time. <laughs> well, every single highlight ever done from any team in the NFL, it's always the Bears that they're opposing. Absolutely. Every single freaking time. I don't understand it, man. I mean, it's not like every team blows us up besides New England and the Packers. Right. <laughs> exactly. So along those same lines, the, you talk about Dominican Sue. Let's talk about Brandon Marshall being traded for a fifth-round draft pick. Which, what's your uh, take on that? I'm Honestly, I liked Brandon Marshall. I, did, I liked mm-hmm. his, his winning attitude. He was right. a pain in the ass off the field, but... On, on half the season, he was the only guy that would actually try to get yards after the catch. True. I, I agree with you on that. But what do, you, do you think that the value of the fifth-round pick is worth trading Brandon Marshall? I, I think it's more or less a salary cap move than anything else. So that's, that's kind of my point, though, is that if you look at the fact that the Bears were going to cut Brandon Marshall to save the salary cap space, yeah. the fact they were able to get anything for it, <laughs> let alone a mid-round pick, to me, is just like a stellar move by the GM, and we talked about this on the last episode. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of this of Ryan Pace. Yeah, and the John Fox group right now, like what they're doing. I'm I'm really digging the, the things they're doing because like they identified Marshall as somebody they're gonna that they needed to not have on the team anymore, whether it be for monetary reasons or just didn't fit their definitely locker room culture reasons. Right, and if you go, okay, well this guy's not gonna be on our team, we're gonna cut him. Oh well, hey, you know what? Instead of cutting him, let's try and trade him, and then they snake a fifth-round pick for him. Yeah. That's amazing, in my opinion. Well, I agree with you in the fact that I – one thing I got sick of, you know, very early in this in uh, last season was the whole Mark Tressman quarterback whisper. I'm going to oh, support yeah. the fucking egos of every single one of these assholes on this team, even if they're losing or not. Fuck right. that. If you're losing, fuck you. Yeah. You're, on the, you're, you're sitting. sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. You suck. You're not playing anymore. I'll, I'd rather watch Josh Morgan drop another 15 passes yep. than see Brandon Marshall stay on the stay on the team and cause more off-season shit that he caused last year. Exactly, and, you know, and that that's the one sad part is that Brandon Marshall just by suiting up in a Bears uniform when he first got here became the best receiver the Bears ever had. Yeah, and so it sucks that he's got to go, but I mean, it was time to go. I mean, like you huh. got to what when, hey, when absolutely you know when it's time to move on. I mean, like. When it's time to move on, it's time to move on. 
It w- I think it was a Cutler move, too, as in it's taking away one of his favorite toys. Right. Now learn to be a quarterback. Yeah, throw to other people. Yeah, exactly. Although he's just going to focus on Jeffrey now, so. I don't know. I mean, if I mean, think about it. A number seven pick, it's possible. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but it's possible. They could get Amari Cooper. I mean, they could bring in. Avant's out there, isn't he? He's yeah. supposed to be out there this year? I mean, Avant's out there. Percy Harvin's out there. Brian Hartline's Harvin's out there. Harvin's a fucking problem, though. He's a problem. I know. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's like. The guy they should pick up. I'm just saying. There's, I mean, there's options out there that are going to be in free agency. I gotta say though, the Jets they have a pretty good wide receiver core now. They got Decker oh, and yeah. they got Decker and Marshall. Marshall. Good. Yeah. Uh, they just need you know someone that can throw the ball. I mean, come on, Geno Smith is the best though. <laughs> he he's he was a gift to the Bears for that that one game that they played. <laughs> oh my god. You know, if 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 Mariota's sitting there at six, I think they're taking him. Yep. I, I really do. I they think, will. I, they I think will. Mariota's there that he's going to the Jets. Yeah, that's that's what every projection says is it's going to be Mariota yeah. to the Jets. I'm, that makes me very happy. That means that the Bears don't have to even think about taking Mariota then. Exactly. Well, I, we got we got needs. So right, exactly. We need a big, mean defensive tackle. Yeah. In the middle. We also got someone that can do like a less than six second forty. That'd be nice. That would be helpful. That'd be helpful. See that Lance Briggs isn't coming back either. Announced that he's not coming back. Well, it's either you're not coming back or we're going to cut you anyway. Yeah, so. exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like quitting the job before you know that they're going to fire you. You can quit because we're going to fire you, but we're going to allow you to quit. Exactly. Maintain yeah. your ego. There you go. You suck last year. So let's kind of transition to more Chicago stuff here. And uh, last episode, um, Brzezicki Gate, I made a – in my uh, remarks for the good of the show, I made a pretty bold statement about – Hey, Chicago Bulls fans, don't worry about the Bulls till they're oh, yeah. in the playoffs and down. And then two days later, Derrick Rose blew his knee out again. He didn't blow it out. He just, I know. He just hurt it. I know. He hurt the he, meniscus. He's Mr. Glass, man. It's just his knees are <laughs> in terrible shape. He's new age Tracy McGrady. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say new age Allen Iverson. Oh, there you go. Either way, yeah, it's... Yeah, he's, he's fucked. But it looks I like mean, uh, Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler will both be back for the playoffs. So oh yeah. have you watched any of the games since they've been gone or like looked at any of the stat lines or anything? I have. I have. They seem to be hit and miss in a lot of cases. Yep. But the win, the uh, when did they – who did they beat recently? They beat the Wizards recently. Yeah, that's that's Wizards, they beat uh, Dallas uh, – no, it was the, the Wizards. They beat, they beat a couple big teams and then lost to the Pacers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, they, they, they played a really good game against uh, against the Thunder, actually. Yeah, the Thunder. Week. Yeah, they beat they beat uh, the Wizards and the Thunder. I mean, that's in what Westbrook was freaking flying all over. Westbrook the place was all over the place. And people go, oh well, so. Kevin Durant wasn't playing. Yeah, well, neither was Jimmy Butler, Taj Gibson, or Derrick Rose. So well, Westbrook's been on fire ever since Durant went yeah, out. Yeah, five back to back freaking triple doubles. That's nuts. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But to, we we seem to be winning against. Good teams, right? And losing also, so whatever. It always it always seems like the Bulls get up for the hard teams and then just like don't. Care oh yeah, when yeah. They play the scrubs. <laughs> now, oh yeah, got, we I know be- that drives Thibodeau nuts. Yeah, we'll beat uh, we'll beat the Thunder, but you know the Pistons, we can't solve that particular yeah. problem. <laughs> Watch out, Knicks. That's, that's a rough conundrum right there. <laughs> so, have you seen Nikola Mirotic playing? Getting, getting the extra time. Have you seen any of his stat lines or watched any of his gameplay lately? Who? Nikola Mirotic. Who the fuck the is Bulls. that? That is, that's oh, the, guy, yeah, the, the yeah. European basketball I, player. I've been calling him Mirotic in my head the whole yeah, time, yeah, so that's, that's why I didn't understand who you're talking about. Have you about. watched any of his stat lines or anything? Yeah, he's averaging. He's uh, put up over 20 points a yeah. game since he's gotten the game time. He's put up double-doubles every time. He's yeah, we, taking guys to the rack. He's hitting the step-back three-pointers. Yeah, he's been it's uh, fun. I've seen a lot of things saying how he's he's picking his battles well. Like he's really driving on he's the shorter gonna be players star. and doing perimeter shots in the taller. He players. is going to be a star. That's good because we need one. Because yeah. you and know he, Rose is like seventy five years old at this point. <laughs> he's almost as old as Adam. Yeah. <laughs> he's go- he's going to be uh, doing some commentary pretty soon. I yeah, that's unfortunate. But I mean, you know what? What I was uh, I was listening to the commentators and uh, from a couple other NBA players talking about the surgery Derek is having. Yeah, and they said that usually, like the guys that have had it, said like once they had that surgery, they came back, they had absolutely no knee pain. 
because you weren't like trying to heal a the yeah. spot in your body. That part was just gone. Yep. So there was like no knee pain, and they were able to come back and play hard right away. Oh yeah. So that leads me to believe that if he's been playing with knee pain, knee pain all season because of you know the healing from suturing up the meniscus and all that stuff, even if he's been sore, and now if he comes back and there's no knee pain, we might. And I'm just hoping here, right? Because I got a hope, right? Yeah. I'm hoping we just might see a better Derrick Rose than we've seen this season, which would be really good to have. Well, he he's been playing well this season. I think he just he needs to step up. I know he's worried about his career as right. an announcer or whatever after he's done playing, <laughs> but it's time to freaking step up and start playing basketball. That's your yeah. job. That's the I one agree. thing you do. Yeah, get out there and ball, man. Exactly. So. You know, throw the ball into the basket and then catch the ball and then do it again. Absolutely. That's that's your job. Do your job. I agree, man. He If he has to change his game up so he can't be as much of a cutter to still play the game, Get fine, learn how line. to shoot a three-pointer. Yep, there you go. Exactly. Become Jason Kidd. Yeah, exactly. Dude, if, you, if, Jay, if Derrick Rose could turn into Jason Kidd, I'd take it for the next 10 years. Exactly. That's true. Jason you know? Kidd, he had a long career because he was smart. And he knew how to adapt his game. Exactly. You know? So, I mean, I'm kind of excited and wary about seeing how this goes down. Because, like, I think that my worst nightmare might actually happen to where the Bulls get bounced either in the Eastern Conference Finals or by the or right before the Eastern Conference Finals, and then Tom Thibodeau's gone, and then Tom Thibodeau goes and coaches the Cavaliers. <laughs> and then there's just, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back championships. Yeah. I'd... I'm terrified of that. Yeah, their current the Cavaliers' current coach isn't what I would uh, no, say. LeBron top hates tier him. Talent. LeBron hates him. Yeah. So LeBron, because like you don't need to coach LeBron. LeBron can be his own thing. So what's going to happen is is that LeBron can go to management and go look, get Tom, because Tom can teach these new kids how to be freaking basketball players, and I don't have to worry about coaching them while I'm trying yeah. to play. And Tom will let me be me. Tom doesn't really tolerate egos that well, though. I mean, no, but look at look what happened to Joaquin Noah. I mean, he's a yeah. total team player now. Mm-hmm. Rose never really developed much of an ego, but their right. their boos are even quieted down when oh, he's yeah. on the Bulls. Absolutely, because Tom doesn't doesn't uh, tolerate that kind of personality. Right, I think he'd be great for their uh, for their point guard. You know, um, what the hell is his name in Cleveland? Regardless, well, there's, there's Irving, there's Love, and then Kyrie. There's LeBron, yeah, Kyrie, there's Kyrie Irving. He, he would, I think Tom Thibodeau would shut Kyrie Irving up and turn him into an amazing point guard. Exactly. He's already a really, really, really good point guard. But, I mean, look what Tom did with CJ Watson and Nate Robinson. Yeah. You know, it's like Tom knows how to coach point guards. Yeah. And he would be able to turn Kyrie Irving into a monster, I think. Well, that's the thing about the Cavaliers is they're, they're three individuals playing on a team. Right. Oh, kind of like the Heat was a couple yeah. years ago. <laughs> exactly. They're not, they're not totally sold on the team strategy. When no. they are, they win. Yeah, when they're not, absolutely. then LeBron ends, ends up giving a lengthy speech on exactly what he did wrong during that game yep. to cause them to lose because it's all on him, apparently. Exactly. Or accusing Kevin Love of doing something wrong. <laughs> so, Jeremy, what is your favorite bad movie? Ooh. Uh, I'd have to think about that. Take There's so many. I know there are. I, I can think of a couple that you've you've mentioned to me before. You know, I, I you don't have to pick your favorite. I'd like you like talk to me about maybe a top three, top four. Let's you know, what, what, uh, Starship Troopers. I really love. Oh, that's such a good movie. I love Starship Troopers. Uh, it's got boobs in it. It's got aliens and it's it got does. you know explosions. Dizzy. Oh, dizzy. And I it's don't got, require it's got much else. Oh, Denise Richards is in it. Got NPH oh, in Denise that. Denise Richards. Oh yeah. Yes. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Denise yes, Richards. Yes, he is. Yeah, you can't get much more. I mean, no, it's amazing. I'll be honest, man. I mean, I read all sorts of political articles online. Right. I try to stay up with current events and all things from, from multiple perspectives. Right. I try to be as intelligent as possible unless I'm watching movies. <laughs> I want to see the dumbest freaking movies I can. Turn your brain off. Exactly. I want the brain off. Exactly. Like, I don't want any heady concepts. I watched Gone Girl recently. How'd you like it? I did like it. Did or didn't? I did. I liked it, too, I, but I wasn't, like, it wasn't what I was expecting, which was which is what I liked about it, but I don't know. It's like, I found myself thinking about it a couple days later, and, like, it, it's made me think a couple times, so, like, I kind of enjoyed it that way, but I didn't think it was, like, a all-out great movie. Like, I thought it was good. 
I, I agree. The concepts were really intriguing. Like right. having like you put yourself in that guy's situation. Like if you had that kind of a psychopath in your life. Right. Okay. Spoiler alert. So if you guys haven't seen Gone Girl yet, you might want to just skip ahead for the next few minutes. She's a psychopath. Okay. She made it up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined the movie for you. <laughs> so yeah, it's like how how would you deal with that? And then like just watching the way that he tries to deal with it and rationalize and the, the amount of planning she put into it like really made me think but then again i go i guess it's a cool story but i didn't like think the movie itself like was that great like i thought it was good i like the acting in it but i but i didn't think it was like wow. well not you everyone I mean? loves ben affleck as much as jonah does i love ben affleck i can't help it do you just hate do you just like everyone in the world that you shouldn't like i like probably <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't like Macklemore though, so I mean, that's that. true. That's true. I mean, that's kind of. I like Macklemore en- enough. I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> so you I'm not gonna have that in common. You guys are gonna go. I'm not gonna there? seek out his music or you know. <laughs> I just don't turn off the radio if he happens to be on. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I know you like Macklemore, honey. <laughs> We've talked about this. Get back behind the gate, Emily. <laughs> Emily's not allowed to speak today. On National Women's Day. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, way to go, world. You picked the shortest day of the year for National Women's Day. Good job. <laughs> uh, so, Jeremy? Yes. Where would you say Hobo with a Shotgun ranks in your favorite bad movies? You know, I really, really, really liked it, but I don't know if I'll see it 75 times, which I've seen Starship Troopers 75 times. Anytime Starship Troopers is on TV, I'm watching Oh, it. yeah, absolutely. Have you seen Wing Commander? No. Oh, if you like bad movies... My my buddies give me hell about it all the time, but Wing Commander is such a good bad movie. I played the PC game a bunch of oh, times, yeah. dude. It's got the greatest. It's got one of the greatest American actors in it, Freddie Prince Jr. Isn't it? <laughs> it's awesome. Maybe I have Movie's seen. Movie's great. Kill Rothier, and he got the got the. You know what suit. I do? Yeah, it was Cats. really bad. <laughs> it was so bad. But it, it's like uh, it's like Max Payne in that way. Like you oh, play the God. games for so long, you just you want to see the movie. Yeah, it's terrible. Absolutely. Have you seen uh? Speaking of like uh, of bad movies again, have you seen Drive Angry? Mm-mm. Oh God, I'm gonna let you borrow that when you leave. Is that the one with Nicolas Cage? In oh it? yeah. Oh, it is so good, bad. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> it was like a seven dollar Blu-ray, and it was amazing. Uh, Nick Nick gave me the heads up about it. It's just it's got a completely horrible, bad plot, and it's just it's gold. It is film. Is it about driving angry? It is. Oh, well, spoiler alert. Yeah, guy comes back from the dead to save his daughter who's been abducted by a satanic cult. Oh, so he died. He escapes hell to come back and save his daughter who's been... Yeah, it's it's jacked up. So it's it's like a modern interpretation of the Inferno then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go, yep. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yep. One of the greatest conflicts, you know put through the eyes of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> How could I not see it? I'm more of a treasure collector. I really Protector. wish, you know, wouldn't it be great to be that guy that that's your job is to be the same person for, you know, a few months out of the year. Yeah. All Nicholas in a movie. Cage. Yeah. And then you just do nothing else and just get paid for it. Exactly. Amazing. Are you a Mel Brooks fan? I, I am. I mean, uh, he, he's an insane racist, but <laughs> He's a Jew. He can't be racist. <laughs> Wait a minute. But I like his movies. What's your favorite of those movies? Hmm. So we're thinking like, you know, History of the World Part 1, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, Spaceballs, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, High Anxiety, Wait, Dracula. Wait, did you say Mel Gibson or? No, I said Mel Brooks. You did not say Mel Brooks. You said Mel Gibson. Did I say Mel Gibson? You said Mel Gibson. What? Ah, that's right, Emily. I said Mel Brooks. No, you're yes, definitely not allowed in here. Yeah, now. Now, now that you're backing me up. Okay, Mel Brooks is not a ra- crazy racist. <laughs> well, have you seen Mel Blazing Brooks Saddles? Is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said Mel Brooks. That was a great movie. Uh, all of his movies are timely. Are basically classics, right? Yeah, absolutely. What would you say would be your favorite of them? I can't believe I called Mel Brooks a racist. Oh, I feel terrible. It's okay. You'll get over it. Uh, Spaceballs would be up there. Spaceballs? I like Spaceballs and, Bro- and Blazing Saddles very much. Nice. Those are good choices. I uh, My favorite 
and it had been it had been my favorite movie for a long time was Robin Hood Men in Tights. I loved that satire. I loved the music out of it. I just oh, yeah. I love Carrie Elliott in it. Just I find that as one of my most quotable movies. I mean, you got you had Dave Chappelle, Carrie Elliott. Yep. Oh my gosh. It's Great. a classic film. Classic yeah. film. And, well, not uh, really classic, but good. But that kind of leads me to another thing. Is like on Netflix, they did a uh, Mel Brooks um, documentary. That's that he kind of did. It's just like him and another person talking, just mm-hmm. interviewing him. He's going through all of his life and everything, kind of like from start to finish. You know, it kind of seems like something somebody else, like it's more autobiographical than biographical. Uh-huh. And it was really fun because you got to like see Mel Brooks just explain everything to you and like explain the intricacies of like how these musics, like the different music he used yeah. and like writing the producers and getting the guys to come act in it and all that old Hollywood stuff. It was really good. So if you, if you like Mel Brooks and... And you got Netflix. I'd really recommend kind of checking that out. It was it was a good. Documentary. That's the thing with me though is that I don't really get into the making of things very much. Okay. I I'm more or less like he makes a movie. There's a movie out there. I like to watch the movie. So and you care just about the be in that world. world yeah. You know? Okay. I'm with you. That makes sense. So I I don't typically do autobiographies or biographies. Really? Okay. Or, yeah. I mean, I gotcha. It's good to pick up information on people. It's just it's not my interest necessarily. Gotcha. So last episode we talked about uh we talked about um oh god what was it the the gate that we talked about um You talking about Gamergate? Yeah, talk about Gamergate and the swatting and doxing and everything. Yeah. So that was last episode we talked about that also like when we were we were kind of going over the show ideas in episode 37 with yeah. uh with Nick and Jonah. As of right now, what do you think is the biggest like issue that's facing the world or the United States. Like, I mean, like, and I'm not saying like, oh, this is the greatest thing to our national security, but like of you, me and Steve, you're the person that's got your finger on the pulse more than, more than anybody else. Uh, what do you see as like the biggest issue right now? You know, it's, there's a number of different issues in my eyes. It's, there's, you know, changes in the political process. It's, okay. there's low level laws being passed at various at different States that are of concern to me. Uh, Radical Islam is a big freaking problem these right. days. Uh, Boko Haram just officially allied themselves with ISIS. Oh, that's great. Which, which is really fucking stupid. I mean, that they <laughs> that it really even matters because it's like two really evil groups just right. basically saying, "Hey, hey what we're... up, ISIS? Hey, I get you guys. All right, <laughs> we we totally understand where you're coming from. Right." They're both evil. Nobody cares. Right, what, yeah. what are you going to do? Share resources across, you know, <laughs> between Nigeria and uh, and Iraq slash uh, Syria? Hey, man. Italy and Germany did. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck getting that across. But <laughs> I, I don't know. It's two different things, I think. It's international issues with the uh, with terrorism and right. uh, and, you know, local laws at home that I'm concerned about. Have you uh, have you followed any of the net neutrality stuff at all? Uh, the passing of that bill, you know, you mean uh, establishing it as a utility? Yeah, yeah, I I have been following that. What's your opinion on that? Uh, I think it's freaking awesome. I mean, it is the internet is a fucking utility. That's what it is. Allowing an, any company anywhere the ability to throttle it for any for any means isn't. Should not be legal in my eyes. I mean, the whole argument against net neutrality is, oh, it's putting the government in the uh, involved in the internet, and that's the complete fucking opposite of what it is. Right. The whole point of it is, is basically, you can't show priority for certain sites over other sites. Right. So that's you're, it. So, so you're okay. You're 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 willing to give up the uh, your speed on your broadband. You're, so you're willing to give up the, uh, let's say, for instance, uh, for me, like it does, to me, I, at any given moment, I can have four devices on Netflix in my house, mm-hmm. watching it, doing things because I've got two kids, me and my wife. So let's yeah. just say we're all on different devices or different things watching Netflix. And now I may not be able to have that same preferential broadband to Netflix that they got through Comcast. And now I'm going to suffer on my on my bandwidth for that product because somebody else wants to look at um websites faster well yeah exactly i'm and honestly i'm fine with that i think 
I know um, Netflix so I'm, uses I'm, up a large amount of broadband. They absolutely. use up a lot of fucking space. But it is what it is, as far as I'm concerned. The possible repercussions of actually allowing a company to do that. So this is so this is less less about what's going on right now versus setting the precedent of what it could be in the future. Exactly. Well, nothing's going on right now with actually throttling speeds. Right. The the potential is that, for example, let's say Comcast. Right. They're lo- they lobby Congress all the time. Okay. So let's say, for example. That they want to, I don't know, throttle the speeds of all the websites that say things bad about Comcast. They could. Okay. You, of course, what you could do is you could expose that process as a uh, as discriminatory, and maybe Comcast will back off of that. But that kind mm-hmm. of, pro- but actually calling attention to that takes weeks, months, years to even expose. Okay. It. All right. I'm That's with you the thing that. I don't like is AT and T and Comcast basically. Uh, Eliminating access to certain websites that they don't like. Well, throttling and eliminating access are two different things. It is, and it's true because yes, it will load. You can't not have access to it. But if you're gonna—I hate to say it—but if you say if my website doesn't load in two minutes, I'm not gonna go there anymore. That's true. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. We live in an age that I want access to my information Immediately. quickly. Right. And if if it's access is you know. Uh, so is slower than honestly. I'm going to find a different site, and there might be information right. on that site I needed. Sure. Know? Do you think this uh, really affects collegiate level stuff? I mean, for instance, like students wanting to do research, certain websites being throttled that way versus the kids needing access to their um, entertainment type sites. I mean, do you, do you see this more as a uh, as a everyday consumer issue or a collegiate level research level type? issue i think i think it's a possible if it didn't end up being uh if net neutrality didn't didn't end up being a priority i think it could have been a censorship issue okay um and it's true as the way you stated it as in access would still be there right but But it's still but it's still it's still in a a form of censorship because if you don't have the same free open access to a site whether you're whether you're restricting access by actually blocking access or yeah. Limiting the amount of or, or extending the amount of time it takes to load that site or that domain or that those pages from a group or a company. Yeah, I can see what you're saying on that. Th- it's, that makes it's sense. just potential ramifications. I'm always worried about. Yeah, I'm always trying to think ten years into the future, and uh, I'm really, honestly, I'm very much against censorship and uh, right uh, of all of, of all views. I think one thing that. Um, I always like that uh, that Luke always talks about is the PC where the way people are PC and the way that mm-hmm. uh, basically attitudes are forced to be molded to fit whatever what would everyone else would find uh, okay would find palatable. I think I agree with you guys in that I think everyone that want, has to say something or wants to say something should be able to say it. Sure, it might get you monitored, but. If you're, you know, looking at bomb uh, instructions on, you know, making bombs. Or sure. How do I join ISIS or anything like that? Right, right. But everyone should be able to say what they have to say. I agree with you. But I, everybody should be able to say what they want to say, but they should also be fully aware that there may be ramifications, repercussions for what you say. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, like I said, I, I've said this a bunch of times, like everybody can do anything they want at least once. Yeah. You know, exactly. I mean. It may not be the best idea, and it may uh, may lead to bad things for you, but the actual act of saying something or the actual act of exercising your free speech shouldn't be the thing you're yeah. persecuted for. Very now, true. what you do with that yeah. at the same time may Exactly. There's certain things you can't do, and if you, if you do those things, uh, you probably should be talked to about it. I agree. I'm going to give you like a few minutes to talk talk to the thing yourself while I go fix my drink up. So, this, oh. is, this is this is Jeremy Brzezinski alone time right now. Turn the lights down low. Uh, all right. I could I could serenade you. <laughs> Loving you is easy cuz you're beautiful. Dootin' dootin' doo-doo. He's still not back yet. Uh, 
Boy, he, this dude needs moved very slowly. I usually sing, I could sing, but I'm not going to do any more of that. It's taken him a very long time. Uh, let's go over Jared's bookshelf. On Jared's bookshelf are a number of fantasy books, which is kind of concerning, a bunch of Walking Dead items, a book from Sean Hannity, and food books, and a bunch of romantic novels. Uh, let's see. Confessions of Charlotte Doyle is in there. Sexy. He's taking a lot of time to get back here. Uh, let me see what else. Cutler is the worst quarterback ever. Uh, ben Affleck is the worst actor ever. Uh, so, Hilo, Jared left the mic open. Would you like to speak for a couple minutes, being that is women are Women's Appreciation Day, and I appreciate you. What would you like me to talk about? Let's talk about Cutler being the worst person in the world. He's the worst person in the world. Yes. There's really no more to it. If he, he were lined up against most dictators ever, you think he'd be a worse person? Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Uh, yes. I think if he was smarter, he he would be a much worse person, but he's an idiot. so. Yep, an idiot who can't play football. Too much dead space. You should probably listen to it, though. I really have nothing to, interesting to talk about right now. I critiqued your bookshelf, and uh, I to- talked about the romantic novels that you have lying down there. So, uh, after our little beverage and urination break, I had a little quick discussion, and I have an idea. Jeremy, what is your worst sports injury, and how did you get it? Uh, worst sports injury... Uh, my knee injury would be a, would be a pretty big one. I'd say which one? I'd say the worst, <laughs> the worst like the worst injury I ever had. Pause. Wait. Okay. I sorry. I just I have a great idea after this one. Okay. I know exactly we're gonna talk about next. Go ahead. First okay. story. Go the ahead. worst injury I ever had was when I broke my leg playing smear the queer in the front of my uh, the front of my college building where we had classes, okay. trying to impress a girl. Ah, I was running around with the ball and, uh, basically I was tackled. I had somebody wrapped around my leg, right? But he wasn't a good tackler. So I was like, I can shake this dude and then I'll be impressive and awesome. Nice. Cause I'm uh, not getting taken down. I twisted, but the problem is he hung with me somehow and I fell on my own leg and broke it. Oh, it was, and it was on a 15 minute break between classes. Oh no. I had to get rushed to the hospital. Security was running up, and I'm like, I'm fine. Get get away from me, you idiot. Because for some reason, I really didn't want them to ha- help me. Right. So I got dragged off to a bench. And Did I, you break it below the knee or above the knee? Uh, below. Okay. Below. I broke it just above, uh, just about where the Achilles is. Ooh, was it? Was it a clean breakthrough, or was it like a fracture? It was a. I'd say it was a. It was a twist fra- Twisted fracture. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that was a. Uh, the problem was also is that um, I was a partier at the time still. You? Come so on now. I just, uh, I would just, you know, roll with it anyway. So I had a lot of pain because right. during the healing process because I was too stupid to uh, to, re- to rest. So to I recover? Still, yeah. <laughs> so I just drink enough that I didn't feel the leg anymore. Well, and then go. I wake up the next morning and screaming pain. <laughs> That was my worst injury. What was your worst sports injury? <laughs> the worst injury I ever got playing sports is I, I got a dis- – my nose got destroyed playing softball. Softball? Softball. Freshman year. Freshman year in high school. We were playing uh, softball in gym class. And we were playing indoors uh-huh. because it was shitty outside. Yeah. Right? So we are playing – and I was playing third base. Okay? Playing third base, and this kid hits the ball. Right? Drills it like right up center field. Uh-huh. Bus ass around first base, second base, and he's coming hard, right? Coming quick. And the person from center field threw me the ball to tag out the runner. Yeah. And the runner lowered his shoulder coming into me. Really? And the person that threw me the ball like threw it at my feet almost. So I had to like pick it up off the ground. Oh, shit. And when I turned to tag the runner out, he labeled me. In with his shoulder right in the face and shattered my nose. That's pretty shitty. I'll be honest. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like you know indoor it's the worst gym softball. Coming in. Yeah, indoor gym softball. 
Jeez, yeah. that sucks, man. So I hear the pop. I hear, you know, the, the crack pop of, of a broken bone, yeah. and my nose just starts running. And I look, and it's just blood everywhere, right? So I've got my hands cupped, right, like this. Like, I'm walking like this to the nurse's office, and I'm going, and I'm just swearing. I'm going, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and my teacher goes, you can't say that. I said, fuck you. And I'm, like, walking out. Walking, walking to the office to go see the nurse. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I just start walking to go see the nurse. I walk in there. By the time I get to the nurse's office, my hands that I have cupped below my nose are overflowing with blood. There's a blood trail from the gym over through everything to my, to the nurse's office. Awesome. <clears throat> and uh, they call my mom. She comes to come get me. Take me. Took me to an ENT to an ear, nose, and throat guy the same day. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't get any, I had no bleeding and I had no bruising or swelling because everything bled out. Like the, the doctor goes, he goes, you actually got kind of lucky because everything is just bled out mm-hmm. that you're, you don't have any swelling. So we can actually, what they did is they used sponges and put sponges up my nose when mm-hmm. I was under, I went under anesthesia. They put sponges up my nose and wetted them to push it back in line. Cause I was like, I was terrified of somebody trying to grab my nose and like put it in place, yeah. you know? And it was broken so hard that they couldn't do that. They had to, like, do this outpatient, you know, out-of-body type procedure to Out-of-body? Like they uh, they put you up in heaven for a couple of days? <laughs> no, no. I was not, uh, no. <laughs> I was not abducted. We're going to have you watch this from afar. Yep. <laughs> well, that's what my worst one. I mean, other sports injuries-wise, I've been concussed a couple times, um, fractured ankle, tore my hand Little... open. What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? Wow. Dumbest injury I've ever had. Like, when you tell the story about it, you just kind of shake your head a little bit every single time. I ran straight into a tree playing football. You know, I can totally see that. Uh, Yeah, you know exactly probably what happened, too. Running out for a pass, looking behind you for the pass. Ran right into a young tree. So, like, it bent over a little bit and then sprung back and slammed me right to the ground what was your injuries i was cut up pretty good yeah you know br- like bruised elbow but more of a bruised ego type thing uh-huh you know um i've been pretty lucky i haven't really had a lot of injuries like all injury wise like really it's just been con- a couple concussions you know jacked up hand and broken ankle and then the mm. broken nose i mean i played for two years of high school played tennis as i mean it's not like you can really hurt yourself I don't know. You can get a tennis elbow, yeah. I suppose. If you're a giant pussy. <laughs> I think I got that from lifting, actually. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. But, uh, yeah, I ran into a fence wall while chasing a Frisbee at Koinonia. <laughs> oh, man. At Koinonia. I ran into a fence full speed. I was fucked up. I broke my wow. nose. No. I, uh... I was, my lip was all destroyed. I actually, they just put me in a room to like rest for a few hours. Oh my God. I got messed up. <laughs> Not trying to press Koinonia. a girl this time. <laughs> so I was at all the meetings and stuff. Oh my God. And I looked man. like I had been in a serious fight. So uh, I'm sure a lot of people understand what, what is Koinonia? It is a religious retreat out in Plano, Illinois. Okay. And uh, basically, it's, you know, a uh, time for where all the students get together and they're like a religious community and okay. they talk about things that have happened to them and how okay. God plays a thing in their lives. And I'm, I'm less religious now than I was. But, uh, yeah, at that right time. Right fence. How, how tall was the fence? Was it a short one or like Oh, one no, it ones? was tall. It chain was link or wooden? T- over 10 feet, chain link. Oh, <laughs> So man. it was just in my in my frame of vision when I... Before I hit it, I had no time. So you're like, so you're like a baseball player going for a foul ball right into the wall type thing. Oh, it was, it was bad, man. <laughs> Just trying to catch a frisbee, a frisbee, a frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I've got you and me here, there's a story that I kind of want to go over. What's that? I want you to tell the story of the green hot tub. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> Do you want do you want to know like all the stories and sidebars or do you want to know 
I think we should tell all the stories in sidebars and we can edit out the things we don't want to talk about. Like when we caught Steve in it? <laughs> should we talk about that? <laughs> talk about it all. All so, right. Okay, so so take us take us beginning to end. I mean, I was there, you were there, Steve was there. I can we can throw some things in. But on here from kind of like we did on the uh Haunted Night perspective. I want to hear your perspective. Let's let's go from go. I mean, oh like, sure, I can go beginning to end. I'll try to yeah. make it as fast as Let, possible. No, take your time. But uh, no reason to rush. I will say. Uh, All right, folks. That was that was the on. time, the moment my parents started to see me as <laughs> an idiotic college kid. <laughs> Mona, turn down your lights. We're going to talk about a hot tub, college times. We're well, basically, we had a music. certain Sigma Delta event, a very uh, one of the big ones of the year. And we had no place to have it. My parents were going out of town. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go have it at my house, and then I'll just clean it up so they never know the difference. Oh, So you like totally asked your parents if you could do it, right? Oh, yeah. I totally asked them after they had already left. <laughs> I, didn't, I just asked, you know, the ground. And <laughs> I assumed that they'd be just fine with me fucking up their house. Gotcha. Naturally. Um so basically what we had was we had the hot tub outside. We had uh, all the rooms of the house used for various uh, activities. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about the activities. because no, 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 no. It's, it's irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. But I will say is that um, the alcohol was flowing freely that night. Absolutely. And, uh, what ended up is being um, 12 people. I believe so. I believe so. Every, was, most of the people at that party were in that hot tub at one point. <laughs> and it's just, What time of year was it right now, Jeremy? Let, let's, let's bring some perspective to it. What, what time of year was it? We'll, we'll, it was fall. It was fall. Yep. We'll, yep. Perfect time for it. Nobody's in the pool. Yep. Nobody, anything like that. It, this was, Jeremy's got, Jeremy had a nice pool at the place and all that, yep. but like, everybody was in the hot tub. Everybody wanted to chill out in the hot tub. Basically, everyone was hanging out and chilling in the hot tub. Skeevy, um, nasty-ass college kids. Yeah. <laughs> Some some gross stuff happened in that hot tub, apparently. <laughs> uh, eventually, people decided to go in the hot tub without their clothes. Come on. And um, what was funny is, you can edit this out if you want. I can absolutely edit it. But uh, eventually, when I'm at a party, usually I, I, event- I start out, I drink pretty heavily, and then I settle down eventually, and then just observe the other people. Right. And Jared also happened to be in that in that mode at the time. I absolutely like it was very weird for me. I'm usually in the thick of everything, hanging yeah. out, being the, like being a party guy. But like I remember, you were sitting there just kind of chilling out, looking what was going on. You had a bottle of Jack Daniels yep. in front of you, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna chair up to this guy and yep. see what's going on, see, see observe things a little bit. And we started drinking Jack Daniels. I remember that. Yep, that's absolutely true. Yep. Anyway, we were we happened to be on the outside perimeter of the fence, <laughs> just talking about something, and um, me and Jared look back and we see Steve in the hot tub, right, with a girl. <laughs> we'll leave her name out of that one. Yeah, but what we will say is that uh, Jared and I started clapping and hooting as loud as we could because <laughs> we're appropriate people. And what's it's. What do you say? A hundred feet? A little bit longer? Yeah, yeah, I'd say hundred feet. Yeah. You could still see Steve's face. He was so embarrassed. Oh, I felt bad for him. He was so embarrassed. <laughs> and uh, I think did he get teabagged that night too? Yeah, I teabagged him. Yep. Uh, I mean, somebody teabagged him. <laughs> someone that shall remain nameless um, had a habit of sticking their uh, their junk into somebody and uh, other people's faces. So that person may have gotten him, Pat O'Brien, and Jimmy that night. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the nights we were like, "Come on, Mister J, <laughs> J, or we'll just we'll keep it really generic, J Sampson." <laughs> <laughs> you mean Jared S? <laughs> Jared S. <laughs> you gotta stop, man. <laughs> I can't. I gotta do it. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, he put his balls in a lot of people's faces. <laughs> so we also had another party the following day, only a few less people and a little bit less debauchery. Right. Now, I promised my parents I'd keep the hot tub up while they were gone. And after this sort of abuse happened to it, no matter what chemicals you threw into it, 
it turned green. Yeah. So and so it, here, so so let me kind of he, he's talking about the exact point I kind of wanted to get to. Let me uh let me bring it from my point of view here. So we're sitting there back at the table now, bottle of Jack Daniels, just in there watching what's going on, right? Everybody gets out of the hot tub. It's all everybody's getting ready to go to bed, and we're sitting there. Jeremy goes outside, looks in the hot tub. He's gonna go put the cover on it. Goes and looks in the hot tub, hangs his head in shame, walks back in the house. I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, it's fucking green. I'm like, what? What's green? He goes, the fucking hot tub is green. I was like, what? I'm like, well, we got. Well, I'm like, I, I had a hot tub at the time at my folks' house when I because I was living home when I went to college. I'm like, oh, let's put some pool shock in there. We put chemical upon chemical upon chemical in this thing. No dent. Nothing. It was like the water that created Swamp Thing. I mean, <laughs> it was terrible. It lo- And it was it kept circulating. It's not like there was any kind of amount no. of time. No. It just had such disgusting stuff in it that it just turned green and disgusting. I, yeah, I don't know. It was just so weird. Like, I mean, there's so many people in that thing. I don't know if the chemicals couldn't keep up or what the deal was. Like, usually have this, like, kind of, you know rich kind of blue look in a hot tub like a personal hot tub and this thing and it wasn't like you know like neon green or nothing it just had this like like not quite lime it was more like this opaque green yeah. hue to it it was it like not clear it was just kind of like what the fuck it, it looked like sewer runoff it, <laughs> that's been sitting for three or four months it was it was bad so we identified the problem we put the chemicals in there and what I remember is you and I sat back down at the table and proceeded to finish the bottle of Jack Daniels yeah, it, uh, it turned like a weird whitish color yeah. which I figured was better you know I mean right yeah um, my parents caught me by the way they no uh, way. They found some cigarette butts lying around and uh, that were belonging to a certain a certain character we know. <laughs> you, so Jeff. it wasn't even the hot tub that got you caught? No, cigarette butts. Oh, man. And, yeah, I had to scrub the inside of that hot tub. Oh, did they drain it first at least? Oh, yeah, they drained the shit out of it. <laughs> they took one look at it. They're like... They they determined that college kids were in the area and then just drained everything. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was. But uh, so don't have parties at your house when your parents aren't at home, kids. No, fuck that. Do it. Wink. Do it. <laughs> I did it. I'd do it again. <laughs> uh, just be prepared to scrub the inside of your hot tub because you're nasty. Pick up your cigarette friends. butts. Yeah, pick up your fucking trash. I would have gotten away with it too. <laughs> But no, I I would totally do it over again. They, I didn't learn any lesson from that. I that was, was a, a fun kid. ass night, man. It was a it was blast fucking, of a night. It was great. Totally, I would do it again. It was like the only time, like one of the only times I've ever had fun going to Indiana. Yeah, I mean, uh, they uh, they sell beer till four a.m. Well, you have to if That's you're gonna am- live in Indiana. You gotta be drunk all <laughs> that the time. Was amazing. We run out of beer, and I'm like, "Where are we gonna get some beer?" You're like, "Go to the store." I'm like, "They don't sell it past." One, he's like, oh, they do in Indiana. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Indiana sucks. Uh, second worst state in the union. Yeah, second worst. Although I got into an argument over a guy about how Mississippi wasn't the worst state in the union. It's not. Florida is. Yeah, Florida is now. <laughs> oh, I I can tell you a story about work. Yeah, go ahead, man. One of my... Um, one of I, one of my jobs is I consult with uh, with dealers, and a dealer that I know in Florida was talking to me about right. a truck that was broken down, and then it broke down again. Okay. And I'm talking to the guy. I'm talking to the service foreman, and I'm like, dude, how did this thing break again so quickly? And the guy says, you need to hear this. So the mechanic drives the truck out. Can I pause for one second? What? So this guy's calling you. You're talking to him in Florida. Yeah. Right. So does this in count Florida. as our Florida story of the week for this episode? I can give you many more stories in this one. But but this one this one is about something in Florida, right? Yes, it is. I love it. This is the this is the Jared and Jeremy Florida story of the week. Go ahead, Jeremy. I'm glad Florida you got sucks. To bring one. It's the worst. Florida is the worst. Armpit of America. Anyway, so I'm like asking him. I'm like, dude, how is this truck broken again? You just fixed it. It took a week and a half to fix. And he's like, you need to listen to this, Jeremy. 
so the mechanic that drove it out there, I'm, I'm, I get the call from the customer saying the truck's broken. Okay. Again. And I go to, over to walk to the uh, to talk to the mechanic, and the mechanic's like, "Well, the light's been on the whole time." So basically, he says he never fixed the truck; he just drove oh, it over my. and dropped it off anyway. Are you fucking kidding me? Florida is—it's the worst state ever. So this Florida mechanic decided that his way of fixing the vehicle was to well, just... the light was on. He figured it was like you know just a natural characteristic of the truck to have the engine light on all the time. So yeah, that was a good that was a good time. For me. <laughs> if you're gonna get your truck fixed, don't take it to Florida. Yeah, that, yeah, um, stay out of Florida. Just stay out of it. Did you see the uh, recent article about the gentleman that shot his sister with a BB gun because she made him a phallic shaped birthday cake? A negative. I did not hear that. Yeah, this guy. Uh, I, I don't have the article in front of me. It just like, and I, I believe it or not, I don't believe this one is Florida. It's just one that stuck in my head. So. This guy's having like a 20-something birthday party, right? And his sister takes the time and energy to bake him a cake. Yeah. And I think the reason it kind of sucks in this is like I could totally see one of us doing this. Like, hey, Jeremy, it's your birthday, so I made you a penis cake. Yeah. You know? This guy gets pissed off and proceeds to get a BB gun out and shoot the shit out of his sister that made him this birthday cake. And she calls the cops on him. That, that I can see as a natural progression of uh, <laughs> what would happen like, to why uh, would you do that? It's a cake, man. Was it like was it like laying on its side phallic or was it like straight up in the air phallic? <laughs> no, just laying on its side like you'd see at a bachelorette party type cake. Oh, okay, okay. I mean like I mean for the for all intents and purposes, pretty innocent type dong cake. <laughs> but still. <laughs> hey Michael, you're a dick. <laughs> Here's a cake to symbolize that. Oh, man. A BB gun. You got any remarks for to do the show, Jeremy? Uh, stay the fuck out of Florida if you can, uh, aside from Orlando, which Universal Studios is awesome. I've never uh, seen I've only, I've only been I'm to, glad you didn't talk about didn't. Spider-Man today. Cause I didn't. I don't give a shit about Spider-Man. <laughs> um, if you're a college kid and you can have parties at your parents' house, Totally fucking have it. <laughs> Just do it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I uh, love it. And uh, my remarks would be still, Chicago fans have faith in the Chicago Bulls. I think it will still be good. Um, college kids, I can agree with Jeremy's thought. If you can get away with it, give it a shot. And if you can't, deal with repercussions later. Have Being parties. a polite, nice college student is worthless. It's fucking worthless. Enjoy your life because when you college. get out, life is fucking real. Listen, everybody, you got one life to live it. Have fun while you're doing it. For Jeremy, this is Jared. Thanks for listening to Something Gate this week. We'll see you later, folks. Later, guys.